This is Ben Schrock from BA Schrock Financial Group to tell you about a recent change we've made. As you probably know, we're passionate about sharing our knowledge and helping people better prepare for retirement. One way we do this is by holding live events to educate investors. However, for your safety, we're temporarily suspending all of our live events. But we also want to make sure you remain healthy financially, so we're proud to announce a new way for you to stay informed with our webinar. Keep calm and retire on. We're making it available immediately on a complimentary basis. All you have to do is register at bashrock-fg.com. We know many of you are concerned about your savings right now, so we created this webinar to provide you with the most current information and strategies to help keep your retirement safe from today's market volatility. Most importantly, we don't want you to panic. We will get through this, and we will experience tremendous opportunity when we do. Register today for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available at bashrock-fg.com. That's bashrock-fg.com. There's a lot of those things that are allowable within the plan, but it's to me, it's a tracking nightmare. So I think it's going to be presented challenges in itself. So again, I think it really, if at all costs, you know, avoid doing it. It's time to retire with confidence. Welcome to Unlocking Your Financial Future with financial advisor Ben Schrock. Well, hope everybody's staying healthy, and I know you're probably stuck at home a little bit, hopefully binging some podcasts as you're looking for something new to get into. We're all kind of in the same boat right now as we still try to pass the time during this coronavirus health crisis. Hopefully, we're beginning to turn the corner a little bit, but still kind of the same shelter-in-place orders for many, many people around the country, and that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna give you an update on what thing, what's going on, what's new, what uh, what changes maybe Ben might suggest in terms of next steps. We've done an episode or two on the coronavirus, but we'll kind of take a different angle. Plus, update you on some of the retirement account stuff that's out there and some of the changes that were made on that end to provide relief and aid for many, many Americans across the country that are kind of going through some hardship right now. So welcome in Ben Schrock uh, to the show again, Ben. And, and, and how are you guys holding up uh, through this whole thing? We're all we're all surviving. Everyone's healthy, thankfully, and um, you know life is has definitely changed as we know it. We're we're anxiously waiting to get things back to normal, but uh, other than that, everyone's doing well. How about you? Yeah, we're doing well. You know, I've kind of taken the approach of uh, or the taking the perspective, I guess, to to find the silver lining, and I guess that's been being able to spend more time with my daughter and. Same with my wife. She's because she, she's working from home now too, where she'd normally be gone for a while. She's able to spend a lot of time. So that's been the positive. I'm just ready to get out of the house and actually go do something different <laughs> than you know walking around the neighborhood or whatever else. So I'm ready for that change. Yeah, likewise. Well, today I wanted to kind of get your perspective on what we're going through um, and just kind of update us as we courting this kind of towards the end of April. And this will, you know, air in May. And I, I kind of want to catch up on some things. You know, we last we discussed mainly what was happening in March. So there's been a few changes on that. So we're going to do that. But I first want to remind you, there's a lot of information on Ben's website, both what we're talking about now, uh, plus much, much more. You can find it online at bashrock-fg.com. And uh, you can call the office at 330-473-1060. That's BA Schrock Financial Group. And they're there to help you out during this time. I know a lot of people are dealing with some, some financial hardships right now. And even if you just want to get a second opinion on something or just get some thoughts, Ben and his team will make some time to sit down with you. Even if it's a virtual meeting, if that's what you prefer, you can do that. Are y'all doing any in-person in stuff or is it all virtual right now, Ben? We're, we're still doing virtual. Yeah, it's... it's um it's kind of nice, you know, that we can still see our clients face to face, but it, it's just strange that, you know, we're used to running, I don't know, three to four appointments a day, four or five days a week to going from that to seeing 
only our clients through uh, the screen on our computer. So it's a little bit different. And occasionally we have a client stop in because we are essential and we can stay open, but they'll stop in just to drop something off, you know, drop it off and hit, head out the door. So nothing crazy, just uh, uh, changes here and uh, we're, we're surviving through it. Do you think that more clients will want to continue that way even after this whole thing's done? I do. I, and you know what? I'd be open for it too. You know, even if it's something where we might have a quarterly meeting uh, for some of our clients where they come in every, every three months or so, they might want to just stay at home one of those meetings and you know do a web-based meeting. So maybe we, we knock it down to two. So again, I, I think we're a lot more efficient in our meeting process over the computer. It's just still a little bit difficult to have that human-to-human interaction that, that we're lacking right now. But I, I'm definitely going to extend that, that offer to our clients if they like this format. If they want to continue meeting virtually, we'd be more than happy to do so. There's definitely a place for the face-to-face for sure. But I think a lot of people now that they've they've kind of taken that plunge and now dealing with all the virtual meetings and seeing how the technology is very manageable and not you know, not overwhelming like most people might kind of think. Uh, got to get on, got to log on, got to figure out how to see you, got to turn my webcam, all that stuff. Now we're doing it. I kind of feel like this might become a little more commonplace for, for all kinds of people, you know, just to feel more comfortable and then also to have just more control of their time too. I do. And I also think, you know, kind of leading into the coronavirus update, even in the markets, I think we're going to see a lot of uh, big corporate America restructure a lot of their offices and, and their meeting process because they can see people are still at home doing work and they're still pretty efficient. So we might be able to save some costs on these big brick and mortar, these mortgages um, that we're having for all this office space that we might not need. So I do think that we're going to see some reevaluations of companies and, and seeing where we can cut costs and save costs, but not necessarily cut the employee. We might downsize an office or sell that brick and mortar building that we're in and go virtual base. So I'm excited to see what kind of unfolds from that uh, perspective. Yeah, I agree. I think think there'll be a lot of changes moving forward across the board in all different types of sectors. So something to keep an eye on. But let's jump into uh, what we've been seeing over the last few weeks since we last talked, Ben, and and just kind of update me on kind of where we are. Uh, Anything new? Do you think things are kind of settling down? No. Kind of where are we? Yeah, I I do think things have settled down a little bit since the last time we've talked about this topic back in uh, the middle of March. um, We've seen a kind of a nice run up in the markets, you know, from the low to where we were today. Now, again, when this airs, it's always going to be different timing wise, but I think the markets bounced back. The S&P is up almost 20%, 20, 25%. So it's recovered pretty nicely in the meantime. However, the volatility, I think, do think will be here for the the short term or maybe even long term, depending on how we're we're looking at this thing. Um, But we do expect the markets to continue their volatility. The one nice thing we have seen a little bit is from the peak, I guess, uh, the peak of volatility, if you want to call it that, or the the bottom point in the market, the the volatility index measurement that they're using, the VIX out there has come down quite quite a bit. I think at its peak, it was almost at 85 and it's now down into the 40s. I think it may even touched in the 30s. So we're starting to see that confidence come back a little bit in the consumer. and, and the worrisome is kind of starting to subside a little bit, but I do expect it to be volatile for a couple of reasons. The main reason that the volatility is going to continue is, is because of the earnings that are going to be coming out here. Um, this week came out a little bit last week and, and going all the way up until May. We're going to see companies report some pretty poor earnings that uh, they haven't seen in quite some time. So I do think that that's going to have an effect in the markets here uh, come down the road. You mentioned VIX. Explain that to me because I've heard that quite a bit and I kind of have a decent understanding of what it actually is, but where do you find that? What does it mean? Kind of explain that for me. 
Yeah. So if ever uh, Google's your your best friend when it comes to what's this or what's that. So yeah. if you just go into Google and, and type in the letter the letters V I X in all caps, and that'll pop up the VIX measurement. So basically, all that is is it's a measurement in the at more in the S and P um, dealing with some of the options and, and what have you in there. But it's it's a lot of times called as referred to as a fear index. Um, okay. They're going to calculate. It's kind of really measuring the consumers fear of the markets essentially how um, nasty they really think it's going to be out there uh, in the marketplace and when we see high spikes in, in volatility or, or high spikes in consumer fear we'll see that that vix index shoot up quite quite a bit so over the past couple years the the vix barely had a heartbeat i mean the thing was mm-hmm. down in the almost single digits for quite some time so things were the markets were shooting straight up so a lot of times we'll see that consistency ben uh, when we look at the vix it kind of moves opposite of the the market when the market starts to rise that vix index uh, indicator will start to decline and, and vice versa if we start seeing big sell-offs big dips in the market we'll start seeing that vix um, rise a little bit so we kind of keep an eye on it we don't watch it you know daily and, and minute by minute but every once in a while we'll kind of clue into that to see where are we at where are we standing what's uh, kind of the measurement of fear out there uh, in the marketplace okay good that makes a lot of sense um, so any anything new in terms of steps and then we did a whole episode and you can go back and listen to that on ba shock fg.com you know just kind of a what should i be doing right now if i have a financial plan or don't have a financial plan what are my next steps but is there anything else you might want to add to that list or anything changed since the last time we talked yeah i mean we're having some clients that are open to decreasing some income so again i mentioned in our last time it's always advisable if you can take a little bit less income out during the these bad times in the markets because again indirectly that these companies or directly they're going to be affected by the the coronavirus and some companies might be forced to cut dividends or suspend dividends for a quarter or so so we might see some of those investments not yield what they were used to and and quite frankly if we're not allowed to go out of the house or if we are we're not really going far our spending should kind of calm down a little bit as well you know aside from your necessities your mortgage and utility type stuff but the day-to-day of going out to a restaurants are, are over here in ohio you know and soon to come back hopefully but um, the expenses should start to settle down as well so this should reflect that nature of staying at home so again i, I would encourage people to kind of reevaluate that and if they can make some cuts there some changes it's definitely advisable yeah, work with your advisor to figure out what your best uh, plan of attack is. But first thing is you want to have a plan for whatever decisions you make. So make yes. sure you do that. Uh, okay, let me talk about uh, the CARES Act a little bit. There's been a number of uh, different bills that have come out and so many different relief items that have been put on the table by the administration. And you know, one of the, the main that we've been looking at is what, what the effects are with you know, investors in terms of their retirement accounts. And one provision is letting investors take out uh, up to 100000 right? Is that right? Without paying an early withdrawal penalty. Can you kind of give me what the overall, like just what that provision entails and whether or not this is actually a good idea for people? Yeah. So they're basically, you know, allowing the investor to have some money in a 401k or IRA. If you're under 59 and a half, generally you're going to be paying a, a penalty, a 10% penalty mandated by the IRS if you take money out prior to 59 and a half. Now there's other rules, but that 
you know, you can get still get money out, but we're not going to dive into that today. But yeah, you do not have to pay that 10% penalty if you pull that money out um, up to $100,000 here in 2020. So again, I think they're trying to give people a resource that they can tap into um, if need be, other, aside from going into, into debt or further into debt for certain situations. But is it advisable? I don't know. You know, it depends on the, the person's situation and how badly they need the money. There's, they've done a lot of, of you know, stimulus checks and, and people that are on unemployment, they're getting a $600 increase to their weekly amount. So they're trying to keep that cash flow coming in the best possible ways. But um, I would say at the last resort, use that money. But um, if we can't avoid to take any money out, definitely do so. Are you having many clients come to you and talk to you about this? Or is this something that uh, most people won't, won't really get into unless they really, really feel it's necessary? Yeah, I think it's more of a necessity. You know, there, there's other rules and stuff. And, and to me, it's the the basis is built. You can do this. I mean, there's no taxes if it's repaid within three years. There's a lot of those things that are allowable within the plan. But it's to me, it's a tracking nightmare. So it's one of those things where I don't know what the IRS is going to do to track all this stuff. I think it's going to be presented challenges in itself. So again, I think it really, if at all costs, please, you know, avoid doing it. Um, our clients in the retirement phase, we don't. Have have a ton that are under 59 and a half and retired um, that wouldn't be this wouldn't be relevant to but we don't see a lot of them asking us about this honestly okay the other thing I saw was the uh, the bill will also waive the rules for RMDs in 2020 explain that to me and is that is that a big deal for people yeah now this is a huge one for us and for our clients okay. and, and so which is a great point so I'm glad you brought that up so yeah in 2020 now um, anyone that's over the age of you know if you're 70 and a half according to the old rules or 72 now going with that change so there's a lot of changes going on you do not have to take out an RMD so that required minimum distribution that's mandated by the IRS every single year for those individuals that meet that age requirement they can completely bypass that distribution for 2020 so it kind of gets into some some interesting points. So we've had some clients that, you know, in January, they like to take their full RMD or take out a big chunk of it that some people have already done. So, well, if that's the case, tough, <laughs> they don't, they don't let you uh, delay next year's. They're saying, you know what? Sorry for your luck. Um, too bad. There, there's there's no redos or do-overs. You're forced taking out that RMD that you already took. So, um, But yeah, for those that didn't, by all means, do not take it if you don't need it um, because it's just forcing taxable income at you. Gotcha. Well, there's a lot to a lot to consider, a lot to track. Do you expect anything else to come down in terms of like individuals this year? I know more small business stuff will be probably rolled out as we move forward, but do you think more in terms of like retirement accounts and, and, and retirement planning will be affected before this year's out? No, I don't. I don't know about in the retirement accounts per se. I think they've opened up a lot of doors there, and, yeah. and especially with the, the RMDs. I think the the consensus there is if you think behind the scenes, well, if we can keep as much money in this market, if that's where it's still invested in the market, keep as much of it in as possible and not force these people out of the market. Um, let's do that. So I think that's kind of the hidden agenda there um, for the RMD side. But I don't see anything really else that they can add to, to help this. I, I could see an extension of unemployment or an extension of stimulus uh, packages, depending on how long this uh, quarantine actually lasts or if it has a resurgence and comes back. Mm-hmm. So I could see them doing certain things like that. And obviously, like you said, the the SBA, the Small Business Association lending out more money or opening up that door to keep giving money to the, the small businesses will be a huge factor too. Well, I guess whatever happens, people can check in with you if they have questions and want to get updated on what's happening. I know you guys are staying on top of it, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. We try to uh, send notes out to our clients pretty much um, you know, every other day or, or at least weekly, whether it's a, a video of myself mentioning certain things or you know, just a quick note, um, giving them all the changes that are happening because it's crazy. I mean, if you think about when this all went into effect in what February, March timeframe, all the changes that have happened in, in what, six to eight weeks, it's nuts. So yeah, staying on top of that's a full-time job in itself. <laughs> it is, man. It is, it's been crazy trying to keep up with the news. It seems like every day, every week, there's something new. To, to try to process and make sense of. And it's kind of just the new normal right now for us. But hopefully this will all uh, settle down and subside here in the next, hopefully, month or two. And we'll find out more as, uh, as May comes to a close. We'll have, probably have a better idea kind of where we stand. But if you have any questions about, you know, any of the corona-related uh, financial impact, that, you know, maybe what you need to be doing, what you can be doing, how the CARES Act impacts you, any of this stuff, feel free to reach out to BA Shrock Financial Group. Ben and his team are, are there to help you out and have been helping people out through this entire process and, and happy to do so. You can reach them online at bashrock-fg.com or you can call them at 330-473-1060. So a lot going on, Ben. I, I assume that uh, you know maybe the next couple episodes we'll get back to just regular financial planning topics, but hopefully uh, we won't have to do too many more coronavirus updates as we move <laughs> forward. But if there is new news, we will talk about it. Yep. Uh- I appreciate uh, everybody listening to this episode of Unlocking Your Financial Future. Make sure you hit subscribe on the podcast and you'll have the next one delivered to you. Every single week we have a new episode, so we'll look forward to talking to you then. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc. and A.E. Wealth Management, LLC. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management and A.E. Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risks, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. It is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice to designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation.